0: Mark at The S&P. The sector stops. This is Motley Fool
1: Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks edition. Our short weekly check-in on how you can make the most of your money. I'm Scott Phillips, and with me, as always, is Dr. Anirban Mahati. Now, Doc, we had the good folks at Triple M ask their listeners over the last couple of weeks for the ideas they want us to cover in this Money Hacks short edition of our podcast, our longer ones on Friday. So if you're listening for the first time, check us in on Friday. In the meantime, mate, the bigger, one of the biggest ones that was asked was a very simple but also very difficult and valuable question, which is how to save, or other people asked, how to save for a house. Now, money in the bank, saving, kind of feels straightforward, but there's some tips and tricks. Tell yes. us a couple.
0: So, so number one, sa- saving is you know you have to actively save, right? Because if you do not actively save, that money is going to disappear because it's easy to spend the money on something <laughs> else. So, number one is actively save. Number two is you know actually nowadays it's really hard because very like your savings account is probably paying you like. 0.5, mm. right? Because those rates drop very quickly um, with the rate cuts. But you, if you are willing to lock your money, because, you know, you probably think that, you know, I'm, you know, if I have to save, like for, for a million dollar house, which is like the average price now, you, if you're going to save 100K for that, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time, then you probably want to put that money into, you know, it's, and you gradually add to it. You probably want to save it in some sort of higher interest paying account, which could, you know, you, you might make a bunch of rolling, Term deposits, where you maybe lock your money out for like you know six months and get a higher, or five months. And I've seen some five month deals which which pay you know somewhere around two percent. So something like that mm-hmm. uh, would work um, to um, you know get something for your money. Uh, and you know while they say I would not leave it in a uh, in an account mm-hmm. doing nothing, so I will try to get something out of it. Uh, th- those are the things. Those are the things that I did uh, you know, when we were looking to buy. Uh, is you know basically try to save as much as you can and find a place which can give you, in short order, some interest.
1: Yep, great advice. I'll add to that. Make sure your saving is automated. Make sure you have some way of regularly saving. Don't rely on it being some money left over at the end of the week, end of the fortnight, end of the month. Pay yourself first is the very, very best advice. If it's not there, you won't miss it. And if you do miss it, unless you feel a little bit of pain and you'll hopefully either change your your spending... Or you'll actually revisit how much you can afford to save. But either way, pay yourself first so you're not relying on it being left over. Do a direct transfer to somewhere else. Ideally a high return savings account in the short term. A term deposit if it's longer term that really, really important useful ways to go. If you're using a high return savings account be very careful about the terms and conditions. Some have six month honeymoon rates where you only get the extra interest for the first six months then it reverts to nothing. Others only give you the interest if you deposit a certain amount per month. Often requires you to put your paycheck in or sometimes more than a thousand bucks a month or something like that you've got to put in to get that bonus interest. Be very, very careful with the old teaser rates They can bring you undone. Um, And again, as Doc said, use a deposit, use something like that to make it work for you. I think I would say if you're playing for a house, you're going to have to save probably six figures in most of Australia. If you're doing that, you may well find that if you have some flexibility about your investing, I think we would say invest that money in shares to make the money work even harder for you. Just be mindful of the volatility. If you've got a drop dead date, you need the money by a certain date, don't put it in shares because we can't know where the market will be by then. But If you're a little bit flexible and you're looking out three, five, seven years, then I would actually say once you've got a decent amount of money, Doc, if you're going to try and compound it, shares are the best way I know to compound some money to build up that deposit to buy a house.
0: Yeah, like I mean, I mean, if you're if you're if you're pushing out, like you know, um, which probably is the case for many. Yeah. Uh, then yeah, then you invest in the share market. You basically get returns, compounded returns, and then maybe you sell down some of your shares to actually buy buy a house.
1: Yep. Uh, short-term money, they should always, always, always be in cash. We're massive shares fans, but volatility, the market can fall thirty percent tomorrow, or next week, or next month, or next year. We don't know. You don't know. No one knows. Don't put any money in the market or any volatile investment that you might need in the short term. Generally, for us, that's less than three years. Fair to say.
0: Yeah, like anything, I'd say like two to three years. Like you know, maybe at at three year point, I start sort of thinking like you know that I can invest. But yeah, two to three years is you know if you need that, then you definitely don't want it in the market.
1: Do us proud fools. Save hard, save automatically, find the best rate you can, and build up that deposit. Buy yourself a house, buy some shares, retire in comfort. That's it for this week's monthly full money hacks. See you next week. Full on. Full on.